Welcome to The Thought Locker, a podcast that enables personal growth. Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in, it's Andrew Duncan here. So today I'm going to share with you a story about content marketing. So I think this would be really helpful for anyone who is in any sort of sales business. Uh, that could be anything from a real estate agent down to a builder, down to an, an insurance person or a financial advisor, anything where you need to sell your services if you own your own company. Uh, I think this sort of information could help. And it's the story of how I grew my business selling houses as a real estate agent um, in the in the aftermath of the global financial crisis. So essentially, I stumbled upon a marketing strategy which unlocked, for me, consistent commission income and a never-ending supply of listing opportunities, which when you're in real estate, you know, that's what it's all about. You need people to be calling you, asking you to go around and see them about selling their home. Uh, This strategy basically involved zero cold calling and no knocking on doors so for me that worked you know i'm an introverted personality so uh, being able to i think set up a system where i didn't have to go and chase business was just so critical to my survival in a a pretty cutthroat industry so taking you back in time early 2007 i was 22 years old and i decided to get into real estate i think that first year i just i I barely scraped by you know I, i had a few lucky breaks I uh, was full of boundless enthusiasm, but I don't, you know, fully know what I was doing yet. Uh, you know, I had one suit. You know, I wore that thing until it was threadbare. You know, six days a week, just running around, just just trying to do whatever I could to survive. And uh, I basically got through that first year by uh, targeting foreign listings, so listings that were on with other agents that had since expired or, or you know been on the market for three months so I would go and knock on their door and say hi and, and introduce myself and, and they would see that I was pretty enthusiastic and and on some of those occasions they were getting pretty frustrated with their agent and they would give me a chance. I also had a couple of nice situations happen you know one of my um, best friend's brothers decided to sell their home and they took a chance on me. Uh, I got lucky with a few referrals from you know the business owner I was working for And then 2008 came along and the global financial crisis hit and real estate just stopped. The market just completely, it didn't collapse price-wise, but it collapsed volume-wise, which essentially is kind of worse as an agent. Uh, So what would happen is in Wellington, you know, homeowners hate losing money on property. So when this bad news about the global financial crisis hit, people just stayed put. No one went on the market. Instead of you know moving to that bigger home in Aotearoa or whatever, wherever it might be, people just stopped. People just put off any plans. And it, it brought the market to a grounding halt. Suddenly there were you know, hundreds and hundreds of real estate agents in Wellington just sitting around with nothing to do. And uh, you know for the few houses that were on the market, they went from having 20, 30 groups through a half an hour open home to having one or two groups on a, on a good day. And it was not uncommon to see houses go for multiple weeks on the market with not a single visitor, you know, barely even a phone call. So in this situation, what do you do? You know, I'm, uh, by this stage, I'm 23. I'd only sold, you know, less than half a dozen houses. Uh, most people got out of the industry. 
Uh, for me, that wasn't really an option. You know, I, I, I am an introvert, but I'm pretty determined. So, you know, f- giving up just wasn't even something that uh, came into my headspace. Um, partly because, you know, I'd got an into real estate and, you know, everyone looked at me like I didn't know what I was doing. I, I was the youngest person in my office by a good 20 plus years. And it felt like there was a general perception that I didn't have the kind of life experience needed to succeed. And so there was that determination too to kind of prove everyone wrong. But when the volume drops in a real estate market like it did after the GFC, suddenly, you know, every listing opportunity is super competitive. Every agent is pulling out all the stops to win that business. And every listing, every property for sale is gold, especially a marketable one, especially a sellable one, you know, a good solid weatherboard home in Johnsonville. Um, So nothing was going to come easy for me, especially with no track record to speak of and and not much in the way of experience. I, I didn't even own my own home at that point. So if I was going to have any chance of surviving, I needed a way to stand out from the crowd. I needed to position myself as the expert in my local area. And I didn't really figure this out at the time, but I was going to discover a strategy that would set me up for years to come. It's called content marketing. So content marketing is where you basically send out useful information to people in your audience gently. You know, you use methods like email and posted newsletters and blog posts and social media and You offer this stuff to people with no expectation of anything in return in the hope that they'll see you as a helpful local expert and when the time comes that they need a real estate agent or a plumber or a builder or whatever, that they're going to give you a call. This process involves zero cold calling and it allows you to build what in real estate we often call an attraction business where you don't need to go out and find business, you don't need to go and find potential sellers, they come to you. And I didn't realize it at the time, but there's a whole nother level to this, which is that if you consistently employ a content marketing approach, you'll often end up being the only person they call in. So, you know, say you're a builder and you send your clients helpful articles on maintaining their home once a month for five years. When they go to do an extension, they're going to call you and they're only going to call you. I mean, who else could possibly compete with you if you've helped them take great care of their asset for the last however many years. Let me dig into a little bit more what this actually looks like. When you're establishing yourself in a career, so I I was getting into real estate, you know, it's a new career. I guess, you know, lots of people knew who I was, but they didn't know that I was A, in real estate and B, that I had any way of knowing what I was doing. So, You've really, if you're, if you're getting yourself into it, say you, you decide to become a financial advisor, you've really got two key tasks. You need to tell everyone that you know that you are now in that job. So for me, I needed to let everybody who had remotely come into contact with me in my life know that I was now in real estate. And I needed to show them that I was proficient, that I you know, knew what I was talking about. Coming back to that idea I mentioned before, I needed to position myself as the local real estate expert. And I needed to go above and beyond to make up for what I lacked in age and experience. So what's the best way to get this information out there? Back in 2008, 2009, I started a weekly email newsletter. And I consistently sent it out week in, week out to everybody I knew. Now, at the beginning, this was a really, you know, simple, like 
super plain text email which had a really uh, basic URL which went to a page with the latest listings which my office had put on the market. You know, there's no logo, there wasn't a photo of me, there's no pretty pictures, it wasn't even personalized, um, basically like a, a blind carbon copy, a BCC email. And the first one I sent out went to 15 people. I remember that because I've quoted that a few times over the years. And, you know, a good third to a half of those people would have been related to me in some way or, you know, they were my girlfriend's parents. <laughs> it was uh, It was pretty small, but it was a start. So from there, I set a goal to add five new emails each week. And from that point on, every single person I met went onto that email list. You know, my hairdresser, um, the person who served you at the bank, uh, my mortgage broker, you know, any valuers I met while out and about looking at houses, even family members who, especially anyone who owns a home or, or is of, you know, house buying age, anybody I could come into contact with who I had an email address for would go into that list. Now, you know, those first few issues were really simple, but I quickly started adding more content. I would put in you know, a fun little quote of the week, uh, a little one paragraph update on the market. I'd put a few recent sale prices in there, you know, whatever I could think of. But um, one key point, it was always positive and, and the information was always upbeat. One really important tip with this is that you need to be able to send that email to everybody you know, not just the current buyer. So one mistake that a lot of real estate agents make is they'll only send this kind of content marketing email newsletter to people who are looking for a home right now. You know, I think that's a big mistake. It misses the whole point of this sort of marketing. So you need to put content in there that everybody's going to get value from, whether they're buying and selling right now or whether that's five years away. So that's where things like the quote of the week and, and, and I'll lead to more of the content coming soon. But that's where the, the information, which is more than just listings for sale, comes in. So my email list back then quickly grew with this focus uh, of, of growing the numbers. And I always knew the number I, of people I had on my list. That was really, really important. You've got to know that because uh, as uh, the famous management consultant Peter Drucker would say, what gets measured gets improved. I started getting positive feedback from people and surprisingly, you know, listing opportunities started to trickle in, uh, whether it was someone on my email list who referred a friend of theirs to, to me or suggested me to someone they knew. What was really powerful was that I was in front of those people constantly. So, so what I mean by that is that the people who would refer me to a friend, they were getting an email from me every week. So I was top of mind for them when they had discussions of their own about real estate with other people. And it's so important that we don't underestimate the power of email. Even now, even in 2020, as I sit here and, and describe this, in real estate or in any sort of job like that, you need a way to effectively keep in touch with the vast majority of your audience who aren't looking to buy or sell in the immediate future while you focus on the people moving right now. So most people only buy or sell a house every seven years. So what are you going to do the rest of the time? You know, they don't, they're not interested in what you've got for sale but you ideally want to keep in touch with all the people you know in your area so that when they think of real estate or when a friend of theirs talks about real estate, you come to mind straight away. Email is a really fantastic way to achieve this. It allows you to cost-effectively stay top of mind. It allows you to keep in touch with everyone you've met throughout your career. Most people have an email address. You know, along with the people from networks you've created um, throughout your career and before you got into property as well. 
Email is scalable, it's time efficient, it's easy to set up and has pretty good open rates. So by scalable, I mean whether you've got 30 people on that list or 3,000, it takes basically the same amount of time to send it out. And, and when you're in real estate, you want scalable marketing activities. Cold calling isn't scalable. Door knocking isn't scalable. It's also got great open rates. So throughout my career, my uh, email newsletter had an open rate which averaged around 35%. So every time I send out the newsletter, about one third of the people were actually opening it. That's pretty world class as far as emails go. So that's a, that's a good sort of rate to aim for. Uh, it's also soft touch marketing, uh, I'd describe it as, which I think is the ideal for, approach for clients who don't immediately require your services, but will do one day. If I'm not looking to buy or sell right now, I don't want a real estate agent knocking on my door to talk to me about everything they can do to help their clients. That's not what I need. What I need is information which helps me make better decisions about my biggest asset. And I want that to be sent to me in a format so that I can consume it when I'm ready. I preferably don't want it on printed paper or plastic flyers or something that I'm just going to have to throw in the trash. So email's ideal. Email allows me to consume it when I want to. It doesn't make any sort of pollution or anything. Um, might clutter up my inbox slightly, but as long as it's good quality information, I don't mind receiving that. I can, If I don't need it that week, I can just ignore it, even delete it if I need to. But I'm reminded that that person, even if I don't open the email, I'm reminded that that guy's active that lady is active in the market, they know what they're talking about and they're keeping in touch. But just so so you've got to think about this from the point of view of even the 65% that don't open email, they might just see the subject line, see who it's from, and say, Oh, that's that person again. That's cool. You know, it just cements in your mind that that person is the expert in the area, even if you don't open the email. So back to my situation growing this business, I kept adding everyone I had met, including open home visitors, to my email newsletter list. I found that you know, unsubscribe rates stayed really low as long as I was sending out engaging content consistently. I also refrained from asking for listings all the time or, you know, doing the typical real estate agent thing where you're always talking about how it's a great time to sell and you should sell now and you should call me. I, I really stayed away from doing that because uh, I think people smell bullshit from a mile away. And it was important to me that the advice I put out was genuine and not just targeted at, at, at what I needed, which was more properties to sell. So you don't need to ask for the order all the time. If you're sending out this sort of information, people will come to you when they're ready. You don't need to keep saying, list with me, list with me. It doesn't, it, you really just don't need to do that. So by 2009, 2010, pretty early on, the email newsletter had become the foundation of my sales business, of my career. And I started using a tool called MailChimp. Sounds like a funny word, but MailChimp, M-A-I-L-C-H-I-M-P, to send emails, which allowed me to make them look a little bit, a little bit prettier. Uh, MailChimp is a, a cool system. It, it is a really easy way to build beautiful templates and you know incorporate pictures and YouTube videos and. It formats it all beautifully so that when your recipients receive it, it's going to look professional, whether you've got fancy logos that you can edit in or not. So by around 2009, 2010, my email newsletter was going out to 1,000 people. Uh, so within a couple of years of, of starting it, um, you know, but at that point, I was still really kind of uh, hustling for opportunities, for want of a better word. I was sending out emails and getting some inquiry from them, but I was also knocking on doors I was dropping literally thousands of flyers. I had a, a process where I dropped 10,000 flyers every six weeks around the northern suburbs 
it was flat out you know i was uh, still visiting listings that were expiring with other agents i was selling a few houses and i was doing okay but i really wanted to grow and and get better so the next step i added in was i started writing little short tips articles and added them to my newsletter you know things like five questions to ask at every open home you visit or one of the fun ones I did was um, seven reasons you need to fire your real estate agent. Uh, they were short and, and they were pretty rough with hardly any formatting, but my audience really enjoyed them. And I found that this was a way to reduce unsubscribes. People stayed on my email because they enjoyed the articles. Buyers and sellers are always desperate for good information, a good unbiased information that helps them and helps their family make better decisions. Around 2012... 2013, I started taking these tips articles and loading them onto a blog. A blog is just a type of website. Uh, it essentially is a website. Um, people call it a blog because it's like a, a it's called a short for a web log. Basically, it's it's where it's like a website where the where the posts, if you will, are kind of dated chronologically, kind of like so, uh, social media before social media came along. So you, you go onto the site and you just see the the newest article at the top and then you could scroll back in time if you wanted to. What this did was it gave the tips articles I was writing shelf life. So I wouldn't just write it once, send an email out and then it's disappeared. I could write it once, send it out and then put it online and then it's online forever. And that's so, so powerful. That, that's when the penny dropped for me. Owners, potential sellers, you want to do as much research as possible before they pick up the phone and call an agent. Buyers want to do as much research as they can too. So I essentially created a website where they could read articles that helped them make better buying and selling decisions without talking to anybody. You know, they didn't even have to know me. They could go and find my website or have it sent to them by a friend and they could read, uh, you know, how to prepare your home to get the best possible price or how to negotiate when you're in a multiple offer situation. So after they've used this information, and if it's useful, good info, when it comes time to sell, when it comes time to you know calling agents in to interview them, you know who who else were they going to call? Yeah, you know, I didn't realize it when I first set all this up, but it suddenly became obvious to me that this is such a cool way to grow a business because not only does it let clients check you out before they before they call you, but it, it, it means that when you go in to see them, they already know who you are. They already believe in your ability to do the job. It's it's like it's like giving you a head start on your competition. And I think this could apply to all industries, not just real estate. One point I should make, if you're, if you're an agent or a, any sort of you know, business owner listening to this, you might think, ah, websites, that sounds complicated. I don't want to get into all that. It doesn't have to be that difficult. You can use tools like LinkedIn, like medium.com to post articles without having your own website. And then you can share those articles to your regular audience. All you really need is the email newsletter. And as I've said earlier, it's worth building this into your marketing, whether you only send it to 50 people or 5,000 people. At any level, it's going to help your business. So by this stage, you know, I'm sending it out to 1,000 people. I've started putting the articles on a blog posts. Well, sorry, in, in my website is blog posts. The phone was starting to ring with multiple appraisal opportunities every week. And for any real estate agent out there, you know that that's, that's the dream. The phone ringing every week with people calling you to go and talk to them about selling their house. You know, by 2014, I had a team of three people, uh, two personal assistants and a buyer's agent. And you know, I was consistently selling 50 plus houses a year from, from that point on. 
my email newsletter pretty quickly got to the stage where it was about 2,000 recipients. So that's kind of the, the tipping point where by the time I got to 2,000 plus recipients, I was getting multiple phone calls a week from people looking to looking to sell their property or with a friend who was looking to sell their property or you know an a, a elderly relative who was moving into a retirement home. The cool thing about real estate is everyone's like a potential client. It's, it's such a powerful idea to understand uh, that you know all you need is a is a group of of good key fans and you can build an awesome business out of that when i asked potential sellers why did you call me and 90 percent of the time the answer was well we were reading one of your articles or you know we've been getting your weekly email ever since we brought our home five years ago and that's where another penny dropped so people would come to an open home of mine five years ago i would put them in my system they'd buy through some other agent but they would stay on my email even after they'd brought and then when they came to sell five years later, even though I hadn't sold them the home, they would call me because I was the one who'd been keeping in touch with them for the last few years rather than the person who had actually sold them the home. So by the time this was working really well, I essentially stopped all the other prospecting I was doing aside from a few small small things and concentrated on writing these tips articles for buyers and sellers. I had essentially created a machine that ensured regular listing opportunities came my way without having to do any door knocking or any cold calling. Super, super powerful. And it didn't take much time each week to actually put the email newsletters together was one of the quickest jobs that I had, especially when I had a bit of help from the team. The hardest aspect of sending a regular email newsletter is or was coming up with the content each week. And sometimes this took longer than you know than other times. But uh, sitting down to write a tips article for buyers or advice for sellers is, is tough when you get busy. You know, if you're running a business and you're a sole trader, you know how busy life gets. You know, it's pretty tough to write an article if you've got seven voicemails waiting to be returned. You know, emails piling up. Uh, if you're a real estate agent, you might have offers waiting to be presented. Uh, or worse, you know, the flip side is you might be sitting there with no business, no listings. You know, you're lacking in confidence and and that confidence means you don't even know where to begin or, or what to say. So what I've actually created is a business called Agent Monday, which as a member, you're part of an exclusive group of salespeople, of business owners who receive a brand new article written by me in your inbox every week, along with tools and ideas to help you grow your business using content marketing. And so what we do is yeah, we, we write up these Uh, really engaging articles that are targeted at uh, homeowners or buyers and sellers, investors, and we send them out to you so that you can use them as your own. So you've automatically got the content to put in your email newsletter, to put on your website, to put into your blog posts. You know, I've been coaching agents the last few years and it was a really common theme that came up that they wanted to keep in touch with their database, but, but we just found it hard to come up with the content. You know, agents are, and business owners in general are great at talking to people in person, uh, but really struggle when it comes to writing-based tasks. You know, we much prefer to be sitting in front of someone having a conversation. So if that sounds useful to you, go and check out agentmonday.com. It's the business that I've started now, which is, is there to enable people to use content marketing to grow their business. And it'll work not just for real estate agents, but for anybody who has uh, your homeowners as their as their key audience. So that could be um, mortgage brokers, it could be an insurance advisor, it could be builders, uh, particularly real estate agents, property managers, perfect for this. Uh, any sort of property professional, recommend you go and check it out.
And in summary, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's worth repeating that the very best way to build a business with a consistent, steady flow of, of income is to build a communication machine that allows you to efficiently keep in touch with a large group of people while showing them that you are the go-to expert in your local area. You can have this machine running in the background while you focus on the people that need one-on-one help right now. You know, computers will never replace face-to-face business, you know, people dealing with each other in person or over a video chat, as we've seen over the past past few months. Um, but the you, you need a machine in the background which keeps the, the, the pipeline full, which keeps a steady, a steady amount of leads coming into your business. So one last question you might have is, you know, what happened to my email newsletter? Well, in... 2020 we decided we were having our second child we decided to 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 take a step back from selling houses and now i really focus on still providing those tips articles but i really just do it for the fun of it Um, so i still have my blog andrewduncan.co.nz i still write articles for buyers and sellers and i do some coaching for them online but it's kind of a a thing i just enjoy doing so i do it for the love of it and you can go and check those articles out anytime you like Uh, but as a way to turn this skill into something which can support our family and, and allow me to, to, to work from home. I've created this business, Agent Monday, which is something that is for any, uh, as I say, any property professional to use to, to build their business with content marketing. So I encourage you to check it out. If you've got any questions, flick me an email. You can get in touch, andrew at agentmonday.co.nz. And I uh, hope to see you on there. Thanks so much for listening.